Y'all, welcome back. I am <laughs> I'm I'm so excited right now because I am currently in a state of of shock and uh and humbleness or humility because I uh I had an idea for tonight's episode. I, I've got a topic that I've been thinking about for a long time and after Halloween having just passed and having seen a lot of kids uh, wearing costumes of, of other genders, uh, of non-birth conforming genders to try to be as, as genuinely, I'm, t- I'm attempting to be as politically correct as I possibly can. But a lot of boys wearing costumes that were girls and a lot of girls wearing costumes that were boys and a lot of both wearing everybody and anything because obviously it's just kids and it doesn't matter. But I've been thinking about the concept of gender uh, for a long time. I mean, really, really since... So it's about the time that my daughter was born, and I now have, you know, a, a technically a boy and a girl, and realizing how similar they really are at the base layer, and how much a lot of the gender stuff I'm thinking, or maybe, I don't know, realizing, or, or whatever, I, I, I'm thinking a lot of this, you know, standard boy stuff, and typical boy stuff, and standard girl stuff, a lot of this is pushed. A lot of that is really, really pushed by society and parents and just, you know, humans at all. But I digress. I am. I'm currently in a state of of humility, of of humbleness, because uh, I've been thinking about this for a while and been researching for a while. But uh, I I, I text friend of the show, Ross Nesselrode. He's a great dude, and he knows knows a lot about a lot of things. Basketball, of course, but uh, but also about autism. He's a board-certified autism specialist. The guy is, I mean, his heart is as big as his brain because he's just a good person for doing all that he does and giving his time this way. But also, I mean, he knows the topic, at least more than anybody else that I know, certainly more than myself, but certainly more than anybody I know. So I text him uh, and threw an article at him, and he came back uh, with, with, I mean, just... Let me just put it this way. Let me just give you the facts, at least. At least just he said the context of the article that I sent him, he said uh, that it had 57 research articles in it across multiple lit bases and just to give a a, you know just to to give some context ross's doctorate publishings publications had 42 articles in it and the one that i sent him had referenced over referenced 57 of them over multiple bases it was like essentially two years plus of solid research and i asked him for a snapshot comment for a podcast and i realized the depth of this research and and the the just the magnitude of the scope of what the, the this this paper and just the general concept is trying to do, trying to trying to just research and dive into, just shine a light on. I suppose I realized I am I am not the guy to break this down. Uh, there is a a seemingly increased focus on a potential causal link between autism and gender dysphoria. Gender dysphoria being just you don't feel. The, you, know, you, you don't fit again I, I am going to be speaking awkwardly because I'm genuinely trying I, I don't want to be offensive I don't this is this is an issue that I, I I mean just human me human to any human out there listening it's something that I, I can't imagine what it's like to not feel comfortable in your own skin you know and gender dysphoria just to try to finish that little point it, it, it's that it's feeling like if you're born uh you know technically born a girl or technically born a boy you don't feel that way you feel that you are the opposite and there is a lot at least recently there's a lot more research published 
on the topic, on the idea that, that autism and gender dysphoria might be linked in one way or another. So I, I ignorant to both of these topics, to gender dysphoria or to autism, I don't know anything about anything. Y'all know that. But I, in my ignorant, just, 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 I, I want to learn <laughs> in my ignorant desperation for knowledge. I, I text a man who has spent many, many years researching this topic. And he hit me essentially with, there's no way you of all people are going to understand this. So I, I have read the article. Uh, and I do have some interesting data points that I want to I want to try to stumble across and, and maybe point out to you. But what I am going to try to focus on is things that I at least can pretend that I understand, which is Halloween. Uh, having, I mean, I've been mislabeled genders uh, a couple of times in my life, and I guess a little bit about kids or what. I'm gonna try to keep this to what I know while throwing just some interesting data points. Like here's one. Here's just 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 just, just to give you just a fact. In the research, they were saying that, that a particular study, the item measured the endorsement of the wish to be binary gender opposite to birth assigned sex. The, essentially, it measured how often people want to be the birth, the, the gender that they were birthed, the opposite. How often do people just want to be not their sex? And this study reported that autistic adolescents were 2.12 times more likely. To, to endorse the idea that they wanted to be the opposite sex than non-autistic adolescents. 2.12 times. That's, that's a ton, 200 plus percent as often. And likewise, autistic adults were 2.46 times more likely to endorse the idea compared to non-referred adults. So, I mean, it, it is coming, at least according to this one study, it is coming up twice as often. In autistic, if not 2.5 times as often in autistic adults, because I mean, and this is totally ignorant, you know, armchair science here. But I would imagine adults at least have given the idea of sex more thought than adolescents. Adolescents are just, you know, coming in. Just, you know, myself as an adolescent, I didn't know shit about fuck. I still, still pretty much don't. But myself as an adolescent, I'm so new to the, just the concept of of just sex in general. I certainly haven't had, I didn't have a reformed concept. I didn't have a, I had nothing concrete where I would imagine, you know, it, it, even it, regardless of age, it's got to be difficult to think about. But certainly the older you get, the more thought you've given to it. So maybe that's why the increase from 2.12 times more likely to 2.46. Again, I don't know anything about anything. But here's what I mean. I've been misgendered. I dress so boring and so mundane that from the back I could be confused as anything, and I, I have been multiple times. I mean, I, I'm, I'm essentially in like gray sweats and a t-shirt, and if it's cold, swap in a, a jacket or a hoodie. Like that's it. From the back, I have been perceived as a girl many times. Uh, earliest that I recall was uh, I was a, I was a sophomore in college in Waco, Texas. Uh, there's a steak restaurant. Just to, actually, I think it's moved doesn't matter. There's a steak restaurant that used to be just to the north side of Waco, Texas. And it was the, the, one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. And I was wearing literally a, a hoodie. And uh, the, the you know, I didn't have my head covered or whatever. But I was looking at some art on the wall or whatever, as I do. Because I'm just kind of that guy that's kind of weird. And will just like stare at shit on the wall. <laughs> but I was staring at the wall. And then the waitress came up. And she, you know, or, you know whatever. And said something like, ma'am, how can I help you? And I turn around. And I mean, I've got long hair, to be fair. To be fair, I'm not super tall. So, I mean, I, I am easily just kind of like a semi-short dude or a kind of tall girl. Easily. You know, like that. I'm 5'9". That, that is not super tall for a chick. I mean, it's tall, I guess, but it's not super short for a dude, but it's short, I guess. It's kind of right there, so I don't blame her. Also, I'm not like huge. 
I'm not like super wide. I'm just like an, I'm just like an average fuck. And from the back, long hair with a, with a hoodie on, so you, there, there's no form, there's no contour to my body. It's just a giant blob of gray. <laughs> and from the back, she saw long hair and she goes, "Hey, ma'am, how okay? I turn around with a beard and she's she freaks. She apologizes 20 times in six seconds. Not the problem, lady. I'm not mad at you. I get it. She was super nice. I've had it. I've had it uh, more aggressively. I've had it far more aggressively. Uh, I was at a I was at a mall in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I was at a kiosk in the middle of one of the walkways and it had like calendars. I'm just like staring at the cat calendars. Swear to God, it's a true story. Just just killing time while my now wife but then girlfriend was like looking at shoes or whatever the fuck she was doing. Doesn't matter. She was doing some shit. I was staring at a, a cat calendar and I'm, I'm like kind of bent over, not seductively. I wouldn't know how to do it seductively even if I wanted to. So it certainly wasn't seductively. I was just like bent my ass over looking at some cats and I hear a guy behind me uh, he says the the incredibly homophobic F word not fuck he says the other one and he goes why you got your ass out like that or some weird shit like that I pop up and he like kind of half realizes that I'm like not I, I, I don't know I don't know what he was expecting to have happen but it certainly wasn't like any confrontation he said some weird shit. I don't know if he totally thought I was a girl or he thought I was a guy that was trying to be a girl or whatever he was, whatever he thought I was aiming for that really I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just lazy and kind of stoned. So like, whatever, like kind of like a hippie. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But he certainly wasn't expecting like my beardy ass to turn around and like kind of look like a dude more than, I, I don't know what that was, but it, that has happened to me a lot. It's, it's happened to me that that is not the only time I've gotten aggressive, kind of homophobic or whatever stereotypes thrown at me or, you know, that kind of shit. And I've had plenty of well-meaning people that just didn't see my face or only saw the side or the back. They called me in. And that happens a lot. And I guess my point of all this is like, so, like watching kids on Halloween wearing, you know, there was a kid, he, he's a boy, I know this kid, he's in second grade, he's on my kid's soccer team, he's a boy, he's wearing an owlet costume, and for those of you out there that are not parents, that <laughs> have not had the the pleasure of watching PJ Mask and having the, the three of them show you all of the wonders that can be staying up too late to fight crime, uh, Owlette's a girl, it doesn't matter, but Owlette's a girl, she wears red, she has wings, whatever, this dude, I'm not gonna say his name, doesn't matter, but it's one of my kid's friends, I know him, he's wearing an Owlette costume, good on you boy, like, who gives a shit, and it's Halloween, so of course nobody matters, but my question is, why is, why is that the only time where nobody cares, you know, like, what, why, why are people upset by this? I don't understand it. There was a kid. It was obviously a dude just because. I mean, I mean, look, Adam's apples give you away. He's wearing a, a, a USA girls soccer jersey. It's a Megan Rapino jersey. And dude had purple hair. And I don't know if dude wants to go by girl. I mean, obviously, I'm never going to actually meet this kid. I've never met him before in my life. And I'm probably never going to see him again. If this person, human, guy, girl, boy, woman, whatever he wants to be, whatever she, he, what, you know, wearing a USA soccer kit. And it's Halloween, so it's okay. What I'm wondering, genuinely, is if you are a person, anyone is a person that might be autistic, and the only time you're able to feel comfortable is like, you know, once a year when you're in a costume, how discomforting that must be. How unbelievably soul-crushing that must be. Even if you're not autistic, even if you're just a person, and you're only ever allowed to feel like yourself when it's a big joke, 
when it's a big, you know, societal just like uh, agreement that tonight we can all be silly, but tomorrow you better not. Like, what is that? I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why we as a society even has an issue. But again, I don't want to dwell on this because I, I know I'm not the guy. I, I don't understand this. Like, I read this research. Like, it, it took me forever to read it. And I still haven't read it all. But, like, I dove into this stuff and I still barely grasp it because it's, A, it's terms I don't understand because I'm just not that well-educated. I'm also just dumb, <laughs> so that's fine, too. But, all right, here's another one. Here's just, like, just a, a just snippet from this research. One study suggested that the, <clears throat> that the well-established cognitive inflexibility in ASD, autism, might trigger ephemeral desires among autistic people to be the binary gender opposite to their birth assigned sex. Now, y'all, after reading that, the first thing I did was Google what ephemeral meant because I've never heard that term. If I have, I certainly don't remember it. So anyways, ephemeral just means temporary. It means, it, 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 it just means like, you know, not permanent. It just means like a, a fleeting moment. So essentially, the mental rigidity that is, you know, just well-documented in, in autistic individuals that spawns the desire for a temporary relief, which I mean, that's not even, I mean, obviously I think anybody can relate to that concept. I mean, it's like a child in an overbearing household. You know, they, they seek temporary disruptions. They go out and spray paint or, or skateboard, you know, do all the bullshit that you know, yuppie parents say is like the, the, you know, terrible to society. But it, it's the same idea as like the preacher's kid that when they get any opportunity, they go crazy because they need an ephemeral break. They need a temporary escape from reality. You know, almost like humans living on a dying planet that have been beaten down by capitalistic regimes. We might seek ephemeral escapes from reality with drinks or drugs, but nah, I don't understand that. Don't understand that at all. Know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. But here's my point. It's a beautiful thing to see children, any children, being who they want. Just being... Whatever it is that are you, they're not hurting anybody, and maybe that's why societally we can allow it on Halloween. <laughs> we just agree to like let go for a little bit, but then we're gonna tighten the fuck back up tomorrow when we all go back to our jobs. Like maybe that's why we allow it because we even even people who, I mean, look, it exists. Even people who hate transgendered kids, even people who hate transgendered adults, even people who just hate the concept of of gender fluidity in any form people who hate that concept still let go on halloween because i think subconsciously they they still even agree subconsciously they even i think everybody agrees that if you want to dress up as a dragon that's fine everybody agrees that if you want to dress up as like you know the stay puff marshmallow man and holy shit that's dating me that's a ghostbusters reference there's no way anybody like anybody under 35 hasn't seen the original unless you're like a weird comedy buff doesn't matter <gasps> You can dress up as non-human entities, and that's fine. If you're a dog or a cat, a dragon, a lizard, a fish, doesn't matter. No one blinks, no one bats, and no one second guesses any of it. No one gives a shit. But the minute a boy puts on a skirt, or that a girl would cut her hair short and wear like, I don't know, like a football jersey or some shit, like what? The minute anybody does something like that, there is a giant section of society that just freaks out. And I, I, I'm wondering why. And I think a big part, at least some part, is just we've always hated different. And by we, I mean humans at, at, at large, just forever. 
I mean, hippies were hated when they first came around. Then punks were hated when they first came. Then obviously, certainly rappers and any and all black culture in the 90s was hated. I mean, anything new is hated. But after a while, it cools off. Like, everybody loves Snoop Dogg. Like, fucking everybody loves Snoop Dogg. I mean, look at the Super Bowl last year. It, that is, obviously, it's, it's, the, it's the Super Bowl. It is, it is the, the, the main American tradition. We don't have anything bigger. And Snoop Dogg's dancing around, having a fucking blast. And look at, I mean, I'm jealous. What a life. What a life that guy has made for himself. Nobody hates him anymore. I mean, I'm sure some people do. But you know what I mean. That, that has become accepted. Hippies have become accepted. The Grateful Dead is like, there is so much Grateful Dead bullshit being sold everywhere. And everyone's okay with it. Everybody just adopted all of it. I do wonder if it will take longer for the trans community to be adopted and essentially whitewashed. And, and by whitewash, I just mean like yuppie wash. You know what I mean? Just old rich people finally accepted it. You know, like that, that. I wonder how long that'll take. And I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously, I have no friggin' clue. But what I do know is if, is if anybody out there is already struggling with it. Like, one of the more basic concepts that I've always taken for granted, and that's something that I have to admit that, I mean, look, maybe not enough people think about it this way, and maybe I'm just wrong. I don't know. But I've never once had to question how I feel. I've never once had to even consider, am I a girl? I'm a hairy, overly athletic, testosterone-riddled, I enjoy fighting dude. I've never once questioned it. And I don't know what it's like to have that. I mean, it's so simple for me. It's so simple for me. I can't imagine what it's like if it's not. I can't imagine. I mean, that's such a basic for me, for my you know human identity. Just being a boy is just one of the more basic tenets of it, more basic building blocks of my identity, of my ego, whatever. The more basic fundamental points is just I'm a boy and I moved on. I mean, I've, ne- I've never questioned that. To question that at a young age, any child, age 12, age 10, age 7, whatever the, whatever age, at any child to question, am I actually what they say I am? Am I actually this thing that society tells me I am? To have that in the back of your mind, of course it's going to be hard to learn the nuances of societal norms. I mean, the idea that you would try to blend in when you don't even blend in with yourself. That sounds, I mean, it's, it, that sounds like a nightmare, if I'm honest. That sounds like a, like a mental, not a prison, but that sounds like a mental test that would be so tiring that I wouldn't have time to learn social cues. That I wouldn't have time to learn how to, you know, quote unquote, fit in by standing out. You know, that, all that bullshit. I wouldn't. God, I just, I can't imagine. And look, y'all, this is, uh, apparently this is going to end dark because the last point that I had is that, and people with gender dysphoria are statistically incredibly more likely for self-harm and suicide. And, I mean, look, I'm sorry, this this is going to end real, real dark because I just, I don't know what else to say with it. But, like, we as a people should do better to try to accept them. Anyone. Everyone. Like, holy shit, can you imagine already not knowing who you are as a person to wonder, like, am I even this thing 
that I, you know, that I can imagine what it's like driving around in like a Maserati. Like, does anybody have to think? Imagine if you're like a cowboy and you're you are an actual cowboy or cowgirl or cow person. Imagine if you're a cow person. <laughs> Imagine if you are a cow person, but you you know you like horses and ranches and rodeos and rough riding and living outdoors and all that shit. Imagine if that's who you are, but then you're forced to drive a Maserati and work like downtown in New York. Imagine that, and you know. For a fact, you fucking know I am a ranch person. I need to be outside on horses. I need to be shooting guns and hunting bears. You know that for a fuck fact. But you don't have a choice. You have to drive a fucking Miata. You have to wear a thousand dollar watch. You need gel in your hair, makeup on your face. Imagine that. And then imagine everybody in society tells you, if you goddamn dare change your mind, we're going to ridicule you. And, you know, some places it's illegal. <laughs> oh, my word. Some places it's actually illegal for you to just simply want to wear a cowboy hat when everyone tells you to wear, you know, a fedora. <laughs> just saying love, everybody. I don't know. I'm on a rant tonight. I'm sorry. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. See you next week. I promise to be more liked. <laughs> I swear. Bye.